0: It's hard when you are doing nighttime jobs, as we all have, and, like, we're out really late and doing, like, stand-up or whatever, and then, like, you're, of course, going to be tired in the morning because you worked until...
1: 11 and my work is always smoking weed on Maddie niece's couch of course that's work too <laughs> <laughs> that is work that is too. I can't wake up early because I'm like well I spent out so late last night I know I
0: like find myself wanting to not have to sleep because I'm like I, there's so much to do
1: oh I, I've had many conversations with different therapists and saying like I wish I was a robot I wish I didn't need to sleep mm-hmm. I wish that I could just like switch something in my brain and not have any emotion and just produce work and she went you should read books about living in capitalist societies (laughs) because i think it's ruining you
2: hey nico hey con i love
0: you i love you no homo a little bit of homo for me just a little just a smidge From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like the clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? No, I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. (laughs) Connor's
2: like, what do boys eat? (laughs) My feelings. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? You guys at the gym, was it push, pull, or legs? Pull oh yeah i think the back is the sexiest part of the body i've decided
0: the back is pretty sexy and wait that actually brings me to my boys club this week
2: i thought we were gonna spend eight minutes talking about this, the specifics of a man's back
0: no and it's not even a man's back i'm talking about and it was interesting that you took it there that for a back to be sexy it has to be a man's back
2: well i'm gay what do you want
0: i'm canceling you on the pod bio essentialist anyway continuing wait can you say that word slower <laughs> i said bio essentialist i'm being a Jew i'm just being an asshole. I'm a
2: millennial. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm so millennial in that in that moment I felt millennial.
0: Um, no, but my boys club this week is the movie Carol, as we were just oh, talking about. Oh, okay. Fine. Um, because that is a um, that is a lesbian story uh-huh. through and through. It's about two women and uh, Kate Blanchett's back in Blanchett. that film.
2: Say it again. <laughs> Michael Evers said it's Blanchett, and I've been kind of, you know, taking it upon myself to correct everyone. Well, I'm taking it upon
0: myself to not always <laughs> care what Michael Evers' pronunciation is.
2: <laughs> God forbid he try to get a women, women scene as she wants. You know what I mean? Blanchett. Blanchett.
0: Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Wait, that's crazy that they did that. She is gorgeous in that film through and through all of the... Um, costume design is excellent it's yeah. like a period piece in it like r- but they like really bring great energy to the costumes and her back in one of the intimate scenes is just stunning um but why it's my boys club this week is because that is a movie that has truly become a boys club because gay men have really sunk their teeth into it oh and that is a lesbian story through and through it's like uh, you know, there's a lo- there's Brokeback Mountain. There's other gay films. There's not a lot of lesbian films that Wait, are not you're telling
2: me that gay men have taken Carol as their own.
0: Oh, yeah. As they do with a lot of lesbian.
2: Wait, and other than Michael Abra, I can't think of a single gay man who likes Carol.
0: There's so many gay men that like Carol. It's Can all over Twitter. One? I mean, it's like a Twitter thing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Can I name one? I know. I feel
2: bad.
0: <laughs> I don't know why we're fighting right now I because I am seat. trying to make justice for a community that I have in many ways left, but still have a toe in. Wait,
2: I'm sorry. for I scream things that I don't have evidence for all the time. And I think <laughs> I should just give you this. I agree with you. I do think the gay men are bad. And I think that if they watch Carol, they need to understand they're watching a different a movie that was not meant for them. Yeah. It was not meant. You know what's meant for us? Single all the way. You want to watch the movie Single for you, then you're going to have to pull up your Netflix, take way. out your mom's credit card, and watch Single all the way.
0: Because Because I don't think, I think something that gay men miss with a lesbian film such as Carol is that there is an additional, obviously, like, you know, homophobia rears its head at all of us. But there is an additional layer of struggle, particularly in a period piece of that (laughs) nature, that the women at the time would have been dealing with.
3: Totally. Any
0: person who has not existed in the world as a woman doesn't fully understand. And then when they
2: come in swinging claiming that Carol is their film. Wait, but is that not true of gay men at the time? Wasn't it bad to be in any queer person? Absolutely. But if you're all of those people are closeted. If you're a yeah. closeted man, white man, let,
0: let's just also say that everybody in this film is white. If you're a closeted white man in 1950, right. you have more Yeah, like you have a job and you are going to be able to do all the things you want to do in the world other than proclaim your queerness, whereas the women in that time also can't proclaim their queerness and. Don't have like act like they like part of the struggle with Carol beyond her having a child that she doesn't want to leave is she like financially like it might be a little bit and with the other woman like it might be financially difficult for her to like be on her own and be without a man. Well,
2: my neighbor is screaming and I'm trying to do a podcast in here. (laughs) Okay, I hear you. I'm not well, her finances don't come up in this movie. And what here's the thing I think that we I'm not sure that that's totally true of gay men. I think that they were um, like in FDR's administration. I think they all got canned and like there was during the commie thing, the red scare. Um, I think that was, uh, there's also the Lavender Scare where they started firing gay, is this, his, are we fucking dialogue right now, Shelps? Um There's like the Lavender Scare where they were like, we're a bunch of gay men and lesbians too, I'm sure lost their jobs because they were outed. It's nice of you to include them as an afterthought in that sense. <laughs> <laughs> Lavender is all of us. If you're here, you're Lavender. And then, and also I think uh, we should probably maybe watch Fellow Traveler together even though it's softcore porn. That's why we should watch it together. <laughs> we should watch it together and put have a oh, curtain yeah. between us so we can watch it as <laughs> it was meant to be watched. We can hold hands. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> yes. No. I'm not disagreeing that every queer. Person I think that has that is largely
2: struggle. true. What you're saying about women at the time, like, yes.
0: My point, my overall, my overarching point is, I think that when there, when we have lesbian-centric f- stories that gay men then you know kind of like cling onto and you know take up a lot of space in those whatever, there is an erasure of certain contexts that I think like yeah. is not acknowledged by the gay men because they don't they don't recognize it because they have a different experience yeah like totally there's other ways that i think gay men probably have it worse in their like presentational stuff but then there's also just like misogyny because also they obviously deal with internalized or and externalized misogyny
2: but not in the
0: same ways and not systemically sure at the
2: time well i'm out here calling for gender equality by, by me being financially unstable. So that's what I'm going <laughs> for. You're welcome. Girls. Totally. Totally. But Carol's an incredible movie. It's
0: a Christmas film. And I love ways. it. And you're right back
2: to the back of it all. Gorgeous back. Or it's hard to not to look at that back and want to go look right, run right to the mirror and look at your own. Like it was, yeah, I think that we've got to be doing rear delts. We've got to be doing traps. We've got to be doing back exercises. If you have a nice back, I think the rest of the just kind of falls into place.
0: Yeah. So, I guess if you are a gay man listening right now and you love Carol, maybe, hey, maybe go, you know, donate to a lesbian bar or something.
2: Yeah, maybe go... um just donate something to the bush to make them seem like a functional business. Yes, <laughs> some... get them some wall art or something. <laughs> Shout bush... out to the bush. <laughs> Wait, it's it is a wall art issue because it, the bush feel the bush. If you're if you're at home or kind of clo- like kind of sheltered, the bush is <laughs> a. If you're not in my community, <laughs> the bush is your community. The sorry, the bush is like this lesbian bar uh-huh. that is in Bushwick and it recently opened. And there are not enough lesbian bars in the world. There's like very few of them. And they do seem to be wherever I am, but apparently there's not a lot. <laughs> and so I was like, "Are you sure that's an issue?" I feel like they're everywhere. And then, but the bush, it, there's no. It feels like you're at your friend's basement in Allentown, Pennsylvania, when you're inside.
0: Yeah, they they'll find their way, but we need uh, we need some wall art
2: up in the bush. Um, yeah, there's like one bathroom. It like is giving like renovated basement, dad. Yeah, has money, ping yeah. pong table. Yeah. And notice I said dad has money, which brings us back to Carol and like, and the struggle of like women not having financial independence in the fifties.
0: Totally. And uh, last thing I'll say on this other, and also I just want to give a shout out to sweet Michael Aber, who is, I'm not talking about him. In this I way. do want
2: to say Sam talked to me like I was dumb during that movie because at one point remember, okay, I don't know if you heard this, but like I heard it loud and clear and I was, like, <laughs> felt it clearly <laughs> it. at one point there was this like line where like the husband to or her ex husband, I guess they're going through a divorce. He says something about you've been spending a lot of time with Abby, and if you're no, if you're at home and you don't get this, watch Maybe not Carol. everything's for you. So <laughs> he's like, he's been spending a lot of time with Abby, and he like noticed says that, and I was like, well, does he know that she's gay? And he was like, yes, that's why he said been spending a lot of time with Abby. He said it like he was like like opening my world up to the, the to, like opening my mind up to the world of inferences, and it's like, no, <laughs> I heard it, I got it, I I, I did a close <laughs> read, I'm not a moron, but it's like, did he explicitly know? Like, is this like a thing that is open? And then and I was felt really dumb. No,
0: you're not dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> sorry. Do you need us all to go around? No, I, uh, I'm i sorry that you felt um, targeted by such a comment.
2: Thank you for apologizing for my feelings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that that happened. Um, last thing I'll say is I think sometimes when these things come up, there's like, a f- obviously like, the community of cis gay men particularly can be a fraught space for a lot of at people and speci- and gay men. And I think... Calling them people, wow. And there's... Well, just people across the spectrum, I think, yeah. don't feel welcome in the communities where cis gay men are um, holding it down the fort. And I think that at times, there are gay men who feel more comfortable with lesbians, which I think is total slay. And I would just encourage those men to... Um, Date me. Remind themselves that they are not the center of that community. They are passengers... And to not take up so much of that room.
2: That's why I want to go to the woods, but only wait in line, and then not even get when I get to the front. I don't even want to go in.
0: No, but if you show, it's kind of like don't want to go kinda in. It's kind of like a frat thing, though, where it's like you got to
2: show up with twelve lesbians to get
0: in. Where it's like the yeah. reverse of frat, like you got to show up with, you know what I'm saying?
2: No, I really do. Yeah, I do. Anyway, that's I didn't realize my, uh, my own physical prowess for until I went to Nikki's unisex and was like, oh, like I'm like. 510 and like kind of actually fucking of like jacked rules, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. that's before i started doing drugs anyway your boys um, club audrey gelman my boys club is audrey gelman and from the wing <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so audrey gelman she was Lena dunham's best friend when she was a child and then she also i think had some role in the hillary clinton campaign makes sense and then she founded the wing And then we've talked about the wing at least three times on this podcast. The wing was in a
0: minute. Remind the boys at home what the wing is
2: the wing was an all women's co-working space. And I don't know. It was all women's. I don't know. And it was a co-working space that got closed down. I mean, Maggie Crane worked there. Oh, would you have to cut that? No. We know people that worked there. Their names were Maggie Gray. <laughs> <better. laughs> Rachel Horwitz worked there. I think Damien worked there. He did work there. We know three fucking people that worked there. That's crazy. Yeah. And so basically incredible people that worked there, but they were kind of closed amidst. Um, and then maybe maybe after they were closed, there were like a lot of toxic workplace accusations and racism accusations. And then her next step, you're like, what will she do?
0: And we're asking that.
2: What does she do? Well, she opened a store in Cobble Hill where they sell cottage core things, which I can't, I think that's a TikTok word, cottage core. yeah. It's like things that you would put in your cottage. And I'm just like, I'm so here for that redemption arc. I'm so intrigued by that and I wanna know more. Yeah, so my voice club is her.
0: From going from proving to the world that women can be bad too.
2: Yes. To
0: opening an unnecessary business that is wasteful and not helping anybody.
2: Yeah. We're happy for Women, you deserve to be evil next to your nice candle. I just
0: want to call out that I think I'm in a little bit of a grumpy mood and I apologize if I'm coming out that way.
2: Inside are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you at all. Deep down. No. There's not like a little bit of like
0: (sighs) No, I have nothing to be mad at you about.
2: I didn't think that you were until you said that you were in a bad mood. Maybe you shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Censor me censor I me then
0: <laughs> feel no feel i'm actually in a i'm in a great mood because of our guest today who i'm going to bring in in one you second You don't seem I'm, like you're in a bad mood well i just feel like i'm bringing like negative energy and like being, you're like, always a little bit like woof 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 you know what i mean i know but it's like what are you going <laughs> to do what
2: are you going to do i'm mad at the world that you, that's not built for you oh <laughs> uh, i feel like i should Venmo you or something <laughs> <I'm> so sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my god all right let's yesterday our- last i want to say okay. yesterday I said that I was a bulldog and no that you were a bulldog and I was a chihuahua and then you said give yourself credit and I was like I am chihuahua bat I was like <laughs> what's wrong with a chihuahua
0: yeah wait sorry for a second I just didn't want you to be <laughs> no, like I'm the little one and I was like yeah I don't see you that way no but
2: I think that the way that we express anger <laughs> is kind of aligns with bulldog chihuahua right because I'm slobbering and you're biting people's ankles <laughs> <laughs> yes. like don't get me wrong enough bites you will die and so like just different ways to get to the same means uh, okay. and
0: all right. Well, boys, our guest this week is one of our very f- freaking best friends in the whole world. She's an amazing comedian, actor, improviser, everything under the sun. She's a model, I would even say. She's beautiful. She's stunning. I love her more than anything in this world. Please welcome Jesse Ballard. Hello, boys. What's up, Jess? Hi. Wait.
1: Where did you get this shirt? Okay. Um,. Fully thrifted it in Ohio. yeah Which was is, is say, where this I eagle like, would come my from. My
2: guess was the Maryland house in Baltimore on a road trip.
1: People want to <laughs> think,
0: people want to think that, um, you know, in the city we've got great thrift stores. And we do. But you really what you want is the middle of Ohio. It's That's true. where you're gonna find real stuff. The
1: Midwest is full of people who don't understand that their style is what Bushwick <laughs> wants.
2: <laughs> it's like
1: an old man and he's wearing everything I've ever dreamed of owning. Literally. And then I get it. Yeah. And he dies. <laughs> and a lot of time I have b- gotten clothes from people that I'm sure have died totally like uh, i got a jacket once that was full of like old tissues uh, and i was like oh someone died in this and you better
0: clean those tissues before you do
1: too
3: <laughs>
0: wait
1: okay you talked about fellow travelers i need you to know that there's big side representation in that show wait Whoa. say more because there's a scene that's going around twitter which is where i find all my gay porn <laughs> agree that is two men jerking each other off side do by side sides I don't know if they have the word, but that's all they do. Like that is their sex.
2: Wait, thank you for telling me this. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to
1: send it to you. It's crazy that
2: I've influenced the culture. Yeah. Yeah. 50 years. And it's a really
1: hot scene. I was looking at it like, this is fine. Why do, why do we even have have penetration? Side sex
2: is hot sex. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, it's okay to be a side. Absolutely. It's okay to be a side. Yeah. I can't, I have nothing else to say. And like, I'm, I'm, as you know, you are a queer woman, kind of invented. Oh, wait, no, I actually feel like I made it bad Anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I do think queer women are doing
1: sides. Yeah, right? for sure. Maybe yeah. doing
2: it better, for sure.
1: Yeah, there's yeah. some there's some penetration though in queer sex. I know. Queer I, w- I'm sex, so hesitant yeah.
2: to call myself a side because I've said as I've said on this, all the other sides are losers, and like <laughs> that's hard. As you know, I've said. How you <laughs> are you <you're laughs> gonna
0: build community when you just keep calling them losers? By
2: holding them t- accountable okay, and being fair, like fair. Uh, you're accountable for being not a loser.
0: So if there's anybody who we this is a call this is a call in to any sides who think that I'm not a loser call it we're calling you into the community
1: and maybe hit up Connor specifically yeah he wants to hear from you and maybe send a photo of your abs too yeah
2: not your abs I don't want someone to have abs I want to have better abs than anyone that I'm in bed with because I have this thing where I have to feel desired
1: yes but Connor I'm saying that no one has better abs than you so they can send in their abs (laughs) because they'll never be better than yours and voice he's, showing us, he's showing us his
2: abs. I do have really. Thank you. That's. Uh, they're not going to last forever because one day I want to be able to like. I want to be able to like have a child and take my child to Montessori and not be like. I don't have to run to the gym. It, like you have to be able to like let go, let God prioritize family, and like your abs are not going to drive you to hospice. What
0: about prioritizing <laughs> you? And also prioritizing. What about before you? you have kids and a family, prioritizing that you don't have to do all that?
2: I'm proud of us for agreeing on this. We right? <laughs> yeah, are agreeing, no, right? Yeah. No, I'm just.
0: Yeah. I'm just um, saying you could prioritize that now too.
1: Wait, you were talking that I think you, you are will be such a good dad.
0: But you I haven't are told worthy. you that in a while. You
2: are worthy of that. I want you to
1: not be a dad. Not
0: just
2: your family. I want you to be a father. Well, I don't know if I want to be. I know, but it sometimes it's not... Maybe not prioritizing you. Wait, never I know. mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I thought it was funny when you said when all of us have kids earlier, and I was like, well, I
2: don't know. I really think that you would just... I don't know. Like I think you would have a yard and... They, Kids would go run outside and they'd kick things. And yeah. I
1: think life is long and we will, our it's lives so in 10 years will look different than they do right now. For sure. I was talking to my, my mom My hairline about will that. look the same though. It will. It'll <laughs> actually be further forward. <laughs> yeah, no, You're going to go gonna from go a forehead to like a two head. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was talking to my mom and I was like, it's crazy because there's a lot of like career struggle and everyone's so young and we're just like, we feel aimless sometimes, but we're going to look back at this time and be like, That was the most fun I've ever had. Literally. Like, I remember when we all lived within 10 minutes of each other. And we hung out every fucking day. Yeah, we had dinner together all the time. I know, I was like, someday, like, I'm gonna have to drive to one of their houses. Oh. And right now, I just walk. Or have your driver take you. That's true. Way. I Pick mean, I already limo. have a driver. Take me to most people's houses. now. <laughs> Wait, Thank I just you, got Lord. really sad
2: imagining us expecting you for dinner. Wait, I have a really dark thought. Well, I'll say it. What? I got sad. I was like, and it's like, oh, that's weird. She said she'd be here an hour ago. She's not answering. And then we turn on the news. <laughs> Cars are scary. She's in a car chase.
0: <laughs> what did she do? Jesse's had a double She's life this whole bang. year. <laughs> well, in my head, you died. <laughs> so I know. I was trying to save us from that. I know. I was trying to really I, we got the way, yeah, no, we knew that's where it was going. I wanted it to go elsewhere. All right, now they're now Connor's cradling Jesse. So sorry. Um, wait, let's talk Carol.
1: Wait, okay, yes. Yeah, so I think one of the reasons that did you hear Sam men- say that
2: to me? Go on
1: take carol is because just todd hayes the director is a gay man true a- and i would just like to
0: really quickly say in the conversation of us talking about gay men overstepping into the lesbian <laughs> culture you made a point to bring up you feeling slighted by another gay man sam <laughs> <laughs> while jesse's trying to talk about this <laughs> Chaz, continue jess todd haynes
1: todd haynes is a gay man yeah. um and he so inherently like this movie about queer women is seen through the lens of A gay man. Yeah. Which is maybe why they love it so much. Was the book it's based off written by? A woman. What's that one called again? Price of Salt. Price of Salt. It's so boring. I listened to it on audiobook and (laughs) I got halfway through and they hadn't had sex yet and I was like, it's not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Not when I could just read Carol fan fiction. Literally. Well, spoiler
2: alert. They only have sex one time in Carol.
1: They only have it twice. They have sex and then they get recorded. Uh-oh. Ruh-roh. Spoiler. On um, this very equipment. <laughs> and then the next Not night, now. she's like, you don't have to sleep in the other bed. Yeah. And then they fuck again. And then she wakes up naked and Abby's there like, we have to go. That's right. Oh, I've seen this movie so many times. I love that. Well, and when I when I screened it at my house, I did tell everyone that the first time I saw Carol, I was in the theater sitting next to a woman that I was in love with. We were. I was like 16. She was 17. So, like, during all of the sex scenes, I was, like,
0: fuck! I would have... We were friends? Absolutely. We were friends. More than that. Well, we were... Yeah. In love. But I would have been convulsing, probably, had I seen that at a young age. It was crazy. Yeah.
1: I definitely had to go to the bathroom afterwards.
0: I know. It's one of the things that's hard about um, the representation that we have for queer media being, like, so... Uh, trauma oriented often yes. is that when you have like I remember watching <laughs> with my first girlfriend like we like are like cuddled up watching the miseducation of Cameron Post which <laughs> oh, is about no. a fucking um,
1: what you call the it? Concert, co- conversion camp. Conversion
0: camp and I'm like this isn't romantic. No. This There's very be. few
1: romantic queer stories. Yeah we're just sitting there crying. it's like, like you It's <laughs> like they can't tell a queer story without being like well we, but also. Do you know this? I have loved you for the last
2: time. Visions of Gideon. Do you know what that's from, no. guys? No. Well, this is from my community, my community of cannibalists, because it's that <laughs> guy Army Hammer and that kid <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yay. oh yeah. yeah. Remember at the end of that movie when he sits in front of the fireplace? and It's like "Visions of Gideon." Oh, oh yeah. I didn't remember so that Ron was the Stevens. song. Oh, we maybe it's due for a rewatch.
0: I I haven't watched that in a long time.
1: That movie we is We should beautiful. watch that at your house. Yeah, I would out. rewatch that. That movie is beautiful, but I remember watching it and being like, because there was a point when Timothy Chalamet's character is like, I didn't know you were hitting on me, and me as the audience member was like, I didn't either. <laughs> like, yeah. it felt like it was out of left field. And he's like, Why don't you want to fuck me? And I was like, You haven't given him any signs. Yeah.
2: So if you're that's a call. Give signs. Give signs. Give clear signs. But there is that Taylor Swift song, Exile. I gave so many signs. But I think sometimes we think we're giving signs. I think I'm giving signs. signs. Well, I'm very guarded and I have no Riz, but I'm also incredibly electric and interesting (laughs) Ah! and smart and kind of successful. Plus gay people will
1: find signs out of nothing. Yeah. It is
2: weird. Are you ever on a date and you're just like, why am I. So invested in this person who has no direction is kind of boring. What am I trying to solve it myself? Cut that anyway. I'm sorry, for sure. <laughs> Back to Carol.
0: Wait, I have, what, what were we just saying about Carol? uh one second queer ago. stories queer stories
1: rooted in trauma
0: rooted in trauma
1: gay male director
2: you're too young for this but all of like dawson's creek jumps out as yeah. like every there was so every gay story for all the for 2000s was like someone coming out and it was really tumultuous like i still remember jack on dawson's creek his name was jack and he was like it was with katie holmes and she'd be like are you gay and then he'd cry. He literally cries, sticks to the water, and he's like, "Yes." And then it's like this whole thing, and then his dad kicks him out. Total oh. bummer of a right. show. You know who
1: handled gay storylines sort of okay was DeGrassi. <laughs>
2: yeah, I never saw DeGrassi.
1: So yeah. what's crazy about DeGrassi is I don't know if in the later seasons it was, but it was set at a middle school, wow. which we all forget. Like DeGrassi, the, the whole is like, show. I see. I think maybe later they went to high school. Like maybe. Oh, it's like
0: this should be next nice to classified. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, like they're really young. But there were a lot of queer storylines, and some of them were very traumatic. But some of them were. Wow. Well, not.
2: Remember, they did. If it if it was a threat, it, they were going to cover it. They were yeah. going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> These are it. the
0: things that can threaten you as a child. <laughs> they like kind of
2: the school. Sh- there was a school shooter. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's about early for its time. Yeah. There was
2: this girl who was cutting herself because then the mean girl would be like, I'll never forget. She was like covering her arms. but Then like the girl was usually mean, but like kind of was nice to this one girl. She was like, Ellie, show me your arm. <laughs> like that. And then uh, remember when Emma says to Manny, Manny, you're looking like a slut. Oh my God. Because Did they ever have someone weird.
1: sleep with a teacher?
2: Well, they did that at Dawson's Creek. I imagine that they would have covered it into grassy.
1: Right, they had so many seasons, so many generations. But in Dawson's
2: Creek, one of the first episodes. I mean, the boy is fifteen, Joshua Jackson, who as an mm-hmm. adult is really hot, he but as a really child wasn't. On a my child. favorite show, Fringe. Oh, Free. I'm glad he's working.
1: That show is from like 2008. He is working now, <laughs> he was in that <laughs> Reese
2: Witherspoon show. Yeah. Right? He was the husband, the fucking hot husband. He
1: just got divorced and now is dating Lupita Nyong'o.
2: It's good to know that like life is long.
1: Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Life is long. And life is
2: long. Life
1: is long. And uh, what they say in the Hasidic Jewish community is, may you live a long life. And oh, I only know that sweet. because there's, of course, a lesbian movie set in the Hasidic Jewish <laughs> community. And every time I drive through... Um, east williamsburg i'm like i gotta watch disobedience again who's <laughs> in it rachel vice and rachel mcadams and rachel Weiss spits in her mouth
2: rachel mcadams wow. yeah
1: oh have you guys never seen that oh no. that's the next movie i'm screening at my house there
0: is not a lesbian film jess is missed just oh say. it's
1: true <laughs> even the bad ones like netflix has a you whole gotta. catalog of bad lesbian films what are yeah. the other
0: ones? Below They're, her mouth. Terrible. Oh, uh, the it, blue is the warmest color. <laughs>
1: oh, I had to take breaks watching blue is the warmest color. That
0: one is the is that the one where they like fuck like the whole time? Yes.
1: they There's like a t- there's like a 20 minute sex scene that is real. Like the director really made them have sex, which is why it's like not even Whoa. hot to watch it because you're like because there's parts of sex that are hot, but then there's parts that are just like. The per- while the other person's getting off, the other person's just kind of like.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There are parts that are hot, and then there are parts that are completely hiding who you really are underneath so no one can hurt you. You know Whoa. what I mean? All at once. No. And that's sex. What I is sex? I tend to open up to no. <laughs> sex. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we spoil Eileen for you? I know you no, have to seen no, it. No,
0: no, no, don't spoil no, Wait, no, no, did you see no, it? No, you yes. <sighs> this is again.
3: Okay, gay gay we'll talk but men don't
0: spoil overstepping them. in dyke spaces. <laughs> Do not spoil this movie for me. Well, or then we'll I will be genuinely upset.
2: No, I will not spoil this okay. for you. I will not spoil this for you. I don't want you to be outwardly genuinely upset. It is it does <laughs> or, feel very <laughs> outwardly. Know,
0: like, wait, I this is what I was thinking earlier. Was about um what's the Chalamet movie? Uh Oh um
2: uh, <laughs> Call Me by Call me by your name. That took me a minute too. Um
0: something that um, annoyed me at the time and like I still have been thinking about was I like obviously it's like an age gap movie. Like yes. and is Timothy Chalamet a child in that He's like 17. He's like, yeah, yeah. okay. So, first of all, I just don't understand why we ever need to be doing that. And, but the like, there is interesting age gap. There are interesting age gap stories in queer life. Yeah. That I think would be more an interesting way to talk about age gap, like whatever. Because, like, I have dated somebody younger than me who, like, came out before I did. And so she was a lot more, like, advanced Mm -hmm. in terms of just, like, knowing who, like, about like queer sex and queer life and just like had a lot more that she knew because I had just come out and I was like this is also new to me but I was older and so like it did like level us out in a weird way
3: Mm. at
0: least in like the short time that we were dating I'm sure like longer term it would have eventually maybe not but like I was like that's a way more I feel like that's a more interesting age dynamic than like you're just classic like someone's an adult and someone's a child
1: (laughs) yeah that I never especially because like gay men do have There's a lot of like men in their twenties, thirties dating men in their forties and fifties, and like that would have been fine. But yeah, he is a child in a way that's like, I know it's like just make him twenty five. Even Carol, there's an age gap, but they're both adults, right?
0: I know, and that's what we were talking about the other day about people getting so like hard on age gaps. Were you there when we were talking about that?
3: Mm,
0: I think I was talking about Ethan and Damien. but people being like, like extending like the age gap thing like past adulthood, and obviously, I think there are plenty of times where people are maybe not a right match for each other and that dynamic can be too yeah hierarchical but like if somebody's like 23 they are an adult yeah we have to let them make choices for
1: themselves you know i i have had the fantasy of wanting to date an older woman and every time i've gone on dates with older women i end up feeling like i i, I don't enjoy it because i feel more immature yeah to them and i feel like i i'm actually not turned on by that like even intellectual or maturity difference like instead of like oh like she's older and more mature I'm like no like I I don't want you to ever be intellectually like uh, like I don't want you to be like I don't want to be in a position where someone where I feel dumb next yeah. to someone and like they're intellectually topping me also in way.
0: like there can't be anybody smarter or more mature than a middle-aged lesbian. Like, you're yes, never going to n- keep up.
1: <laughs> and then and then I see those relationships, and I'm like, why do they want to be with a young, stupid person? Yeah. That's what my dad always said when he – and, of course, he was trying to tell me not to date older men, which was never a problem. <laughs> but he was like, you got to look at these men that are dating 18-year-olds and think, like, why can't they date someone their own age? Like, what's wrong with them that people their own age can see?
0: Totally. David and Ballard, so,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think with women, like – I don't know. Maybe they just are having... I, anytime I've heard it working, it's just like the woman was having a midlife crisis. And she like, slept with the younger woman. And did to do something fun. And then the younger woman was like, I love her. And then she left. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, uh, that's fair.
0: Now, where's that movie?
1: I know. But maybe when I'm like in my 30s and I'm seeing someone in her 50s, that could be hot. Because yeah. by your 30s, I think you're an established person.
0: Also, a 30-year-old lesbian? Come on.
1: Come on. That's, that's a
0: mature woman. Yeah. yeah.
1: But when I was you know famously 21 going on a date with a 33 year old i was not was that in savannah Mm -hmm. although i felt more mature than her and that also kind of turned me off
2: yeah was she newly out
1: i don't even know if we can say that she was out (laughs) she was like out to herself but i don't think she was out to like anybody else yeah how'd you meet her tinder oh (laughs) and i literally like i was not attracted to her but she in her bio said she had a boat And I said, I'll make it work.
2: (laughs) And it was a great boat day. It
1: was a great boat day. In
2: Savannah, do you feel like beggars can be choosers? And by beggars, what I mean is like, I am mad. But I might be wrong about this. Like, is there not, there aren't. Are there is there a queer thriving?
1: Uh, see, there isn't that scad like the college yeah. brings queer people, but I think that's why she was dating younger is because there's no thirty yeah. year old queer. There's not a thirty year old queer community. Let me in also Savannah.
0: speak to this, having been out as a lesbian in both Winston Salem, North Carolina, and Savannah, Georgia. That was the thing for me. But even as like when I was there post grad for a little bit, like I was on apps and I was like. Whole, the only cute people here are SCAD students and I'm not dating a college student like mm-hmm. that was already even though I was just a year out I was like I'm not doing that no um, and you were so, in
2: Savannah for a year um, like Wait, nine, do you mean COVID like,
0: like nine months during COVID yeah so also I was like kind of not really looking to date anyway because I was like eh, who knows what this is going to be like But um, which was
1: sad for me because when I met Nico I was like He's cute. Because and then I saw him do stand-up, and I was like, oh, he might be funnier than me. <laughs> <laughs> and then then, then I kind of dried up. And then we became friends. Then we became <laughs> friends, which was ultimately um, the best.
0: And honestly, that is the best thing that could have ever happened. I think that that's
1: place. how I became most, most of my friends. At least female or, like, non-binary friends are people that I had a crush on. For sure. People that I was like, you're so hot. And then I'm like, I guess we can just be friends. (laughs) (laughs) And same with men. That's how gay men, that's how gay people make friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Connor wanted a little, wait, and also in Winston-Salem, it was also similar. It was, like, other than the people at my school and, like, the other colleges in town, it was, like, I was on an app at one point called Her.
1: Oh! (laughs) Her is where you can find the ugliest women in Indiana. (laughs)
0: Literally, some of the, um, yeah, not the good.
2: ugliest women in Indiana is on her upsetting. They're all on her. <laughs> that's just such a that's no, it's tough. Uh, it a is lot. tough.
0: It mm. is tough. Um, yeah. but we hope that they are happy and finding each other.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was on Grinder in North Carolina when I was 21 years old, and I hooked up with this guy that owned a local coffee shop, and he picked me up from my dorm in his truck. And at the end, I was like, I have to work on my senior Sam, which I thought was hot to say. <laughs> kind of like which it was true though (laughs) it was hot because it was true that might have been the last time i drank alcohol because i definitely drank wine with him and then we watched true blood and then
1: that's a horny show
2: we were it was really horny and then we were we did anal which went fine which was crazy that that ever it happens that it was fine and then i remember he had the radio on and this song by leonard skinner came on and i was like what song is this and he was like tuesday's gone and now whenever i hear tuesday's gone i think of it
3: Mm. and by it I mean
2: him and then he drove me home at the end and then I would see him at the coffee shop because I had an unlimited membership where I could get as many coffees as (gasps) pot you're like
1: Lorelai Gilmore a show I've just started watching yes but
2: we didn't really have chemistry and he owned a local coffee shop in Burlington, North Carolina totally okay and his name was Phil
1: if you went back and saw him now that would be the start of a uh the a Hallmark movie yeah but Absolutely. I would be reason- oh my god
2: okay writer's room <laughs> I, but I'd be Reese reason- Witherspoon in Sweet Home Alabama yeah. and I'd be like my truck is stuck in this tree And but then-
1: the only difference is that if you called all of us and you were like I'm staying here to marry this man from a coffee shop we'd fly there I'd and we'd say you. no you're not
0: I'd grab you by the ankles yeah
1: we and would come and be like you're being brainwashed you have to come back I'd be
2: like can't you come manage a blank street with me in Brooklyn
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like Connor there's no equinox here <laughs> what are you gonna do
2: and then to your point I'd be like but maybe life's more than equinox if <laughs> I'd call bullshit on that you'd be like <laughs> <laughs> okay we're gonna bring back in your body this Morvia, and we're gonna get you back to <laughs> if it brings you back yeah. to New York then yes absolutely
1: <laughs> there's a price for
0: everything
2: um, what was your boys club again
0: Audrey oh wait Audrey uh, and i was gonna wing. say
1: you know that i have a connection to the wing wow because so famously i worked at spaces another yes. co-working spot but the wing was all women except they got sued because to, to be all women is discriminatory of course sure. so you have they had to allow men so by the end they were wait, allowing but why men. is that not true of
2: sororities and fraternities
1: oh i think they get and my sky school they're kind of like they're 'Cause they're doing philanthropy. Maybe there I isn't
0: an actual thing that says you have to be a woman to join this one, but it's like an understood thing that like sororities are girls and fraternities are boys.
2: No, I think it is because they always have things that, like crazy there's always issues related to like Maybe
0: because there's they provide an equal and opposite Oh. Experience. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Good well, question. and the wing. So now we're like,
2: defending Audrey Gilman.
1: <laughs> well, the wing only by the end started allowing men. Like before, they were just like it's only women.
2: What man well, was? And then to go I think the they wing. ran into
1: like issues me, of like <laughs> gender, and people were like, "Well, I'm." Not a man or a woman. Can I come in? But anyway, when the wing closed, I was working at Spaces and my company, my parent company of Spaces absorbed the wing, Whoa. which is why I have a bagu tote bag that says the wing because <laughs> we had like <laughs> a hundred of them. So I just took Did one. Did they
2: all rebrand to Spaces? Because the wing yeah, was closed. Yeah, they're now okay.
1: Spaces or they're Regis's, which is the parent company of Spaces. Sure, sure, We sure. Is WeWork still in business? How is there this
0: much mm. market for so this? So
1: WeWork is in business, but they went bankrupt, I think twice. Yeah. Because that's also a crazy story.
0: They got fucked in the pandemic.
1: Yeah. Well, also, like, the company I worked for, Regis, was bad, too. Like, uh, there's a a market because there's so many startups, especially in New York. And they, like, need spaces to start, I guess. But, like. They need somewhere um, to come
2: for five weeks, leave their shit with you, and go. Yes, yes. What is, like, a real hoot is that um, (laughs) we always talk about how there are no third spaces. And it's so true that it's, like, Like, I wouldn't go out of my way to go to a co-working space, and I would not pay more than $50 a month. Yeah. (laughs) So they would never make money off me. But, like, I would, it would be nice to go sit somewhere that isn't my house sometimes, or a coffee shop. Yeah. Like, I get why people want to do it. I just don't know that it's, like, financially viable at this time.
1: I could tell you all about Spaces' plans, but... I think that would bore you and the listeners. (laughs) But anyway, the wing dissolved and then I got all of the laptops from the wing. Well, Spaces did and I tried to steal. I didn't (coughs) successfully steal, but (laughs) I wanted to take one of their Apple laptops because that was another thing is the wing only had Apple products, which is also what was bankrupting them.
0: Of course. And then
1: I had a laptop. Took it home. Didn't do anything with it. And then, like, two days later, my boss was like, hey, we were counting the wing laptops and, like, one's gone. Do you know where it is? And I was like, oh, weird. And then I brought it back the next day and I was like, you should count them again. (laughs) (laughs) And I think he knew that I had taken it. And so he was like, just bring it
0: back. Just bring it back. Yeah. Well, I mean, you did get that amazing chair out of that place. Yes.
1: Oh, I did a lot of, I got a lot of good. And that painting that's over my bed of yes. the dog in the suit yes because i said that's too whimsical for this place i
0: can't believe that was
1: ever there i know it's <laughs> hilarious god that was such a weird time it's a beautiful
2: pa- pooch yeah in a suit i think you've had so many jobs what next
1: i know well i have an interview today for a fintech sales job it's in person though
2: uh, I know but Kylie we should Kylie, Kylie is making the you yeah. should uh, Kylie is so interesting she loves it there I know uh, that, uh, hers, I hers know. is We're
1: hybrid though this one is fully in person but the thing about this one is they will like train me and that might be helpful I'll let you guys know how it, it is, is helpful yeah. yeah. to get taught how to do something but the thing is is that I want a job that has a salary and not like your all of your money is based on the sales you make because like uh, some days you're not going to make a sale
0: yeah No. definitely okay Oh wait, you guys! I don't even smell you from over here.
1: Wait, my voice <laughs> club actually, actually has to do with one of the jobs I had. Yes. So my voice club is of course aquariums. Yes. Every time you're on,
2: about you <laughs> move out the structure along for us because <laughs> you did this last time. Yeah. Well, she knows because I'm an avid th- listener. Wait, wait, you know so how it works. Are <laughs> to listen. you serious? My voice
1: club is aquariums.
2: Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because now that I've worked in an aquarium, my family, anytime I'm around, they're like, "Well, Jesse's here." We gotta go to an aquarium. <laughs> like for Christmas, we're going to the Charleston Aquarium to see their lights. An aquarium that I don't like. Imagine if you like worked
0: at I don't know like a law firm or something, and every time they ran into a law firm, they're like Jesse. Yeah,
1: literally. let's go inside. But now it's fish.
0: Wow. Wait, can you tell the boys at home what your job was over the summer? And yes, give us that story.
1: So over the summer, I was a wildlife theater performer at the New York Aquarium. Whoop whoop. Um, she was excellent. It was a it was a job I had to audition for. And go in person to Coney Island every day. So it was a job you booked. It was a book. Uh, I booked it. You booked it. And it's a job I do want to return to. Um, But it is only seasonal. Because people don't visit the aquarium in the winter. It is cold. (laughs) (laughs) It is cold over there. There's not heating in there? It's outdoor. It's outdoors. Uh, Wow. Outing
0: yourself as having never gone. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to three
2: aquariums in my life. One was the Camden Aquarium. I went with my grandparents. And they got really mad at me. And I was four. And it was one of the earliest memories of people being mad at me. And mm. I forget why they were mad at me because I was like gay. <laughs> <laughs> I you think that's Probably why they were like, get over here. No, I think they were really, my grandma said my grandfather went to a wedding on fire Island in the seventies, but I'm not sure if that's like a made up memory or not. Sometimes I think people do that. And, um, <laughs> was and, it a gay wedding? Yeah.
1: Can, Straight people even get married on Fire Island? Yeah, they allow that there? Probably not. I don't know.
2: What even is marriage? Because like the church isn't going to see it and the government mm-hmm. wasn't. So who's this for? You know what I mean? It's, it's for them for
1: all, and their for community. for, all of, us, for like, all of us. I agree with that. I was,
2: yeah. That wasn't rhetorical and you answered it right. And <laughs> yeah. That was once I went to the Camden Aquarium and then once I went, um, my dad took my brothers and me on this baseball road trip and we the only thing we did that wasn't baseball was not get into the rock and roll hall of fame. Cause we were too late and it closed in Cleveland. Oh, And I've then been there, yeah, we, it was closed for us. Um, and we're like, we're that's not. that's where I found out back. I was gay. Yeah. I was going to say this
0: feels familiar. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, I looked at a picture of Freddie Mercury and I was like, I oh, kind of looks like my uncle Paul. And my mom was like, mm, your uncle might not like that. he was famously gay. And I was like, what's what, what's gay. She was like, when the same gender likes each other. And then I immediately Oldry. remember like a week before making out with my friend and her, closet (laughs) (laughs) and I was like uh oh (laughs) I was young I was probably like in elementary school yes. and I had like this weird awakening and then I remember like two days later we went to New York and my brother was like why do you keep looking at the sidewalk and not at the skyscrapers and it's because I was going through gay panic
2: wow wait gay panic
1: when you know you're gay and then you're scared about it he's so perceptive yeah well then well he wasn't because when I did finally come out to him he was so shocked (laughs) that's right (laughs) He was so shocked, and then and then kind of. What? Yeah, I literally. thought gay
2: panic was when other people were panicked about us being gay. No,
0: that's the gay panic defense, where if you kill somebody in self defense because they're gay and you don't want them to be, that it's a le- That is legal.
2: Is that still legal? What? I don't
0: know if that's there is something called the trans panic defense, where if you sleep with somebody and then you like and they did not like disclose that they were trans and then you're upset about that and you kill them, you have a trans panic defense, which means you're panicking about the fact that they are trans. Well, is that's, that's my still, boys club. Is that <laughs> that's still a law? I don't know to the extent that that what? is. It's definitely not a national law. I don't think it is. Maybe in certain states, I don't actually know. It's definitely outdated, obviously, but it, it, at some point, that was a law. Wow. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. They were like, if you're a little homophobic and then you freak out. And kill yeah, somebody. you can murder. No problem. Wow. Yeah, Where is the Todd Hayes film about that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, anyway, you were having gay panic. Yeah, I was having gay panic because I was like, I'm probably gay um, totally. at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Also, it is lots so of rock annoying. stars are gay. Okay,
2: I had gay panic when I was 11 in the shower because I was like, crap, I'm definitely gay. And then I prayed to God that I could just be normal, like not gay. And, but he like literally didn't respond. He's like, no response. <laughs> it was like, dot, 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 no answer.
0: <laughs> God said I made he you. Said something and cannot so be undone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And shouldn't be.
2: He said, sorry, babe. Somebody, your, Sorry, your perfect as mm. is. He says this will be really bad right now, but one day it'll be it'll be better because you can have kids later.
1: Well, when I had <laughs> gay panic, podcast. it yes. went away because I was just like. Not... You'd rather have
2: a baby or a podcast? <laughs> <to pick>. <laughs> <laughs> so mm.
1: <laughs> no, when I had gay panic, it went away because like I-, I-, I discovered the panic in like elementary school, but you're not horny. Yeah. In elementary school, and so it didn't really come back into play until I was in eighth grade, when you start to get horny again. And then I was like, I'm never thinking about
2: boys. I think that's part of why I had an eating disorder.
1: Because you were horny.
2: Um, I think it gave me a, like a nice healthy distraction for a few years. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember really ever being horny in high school. I really I had an only remember. In high school.
0: I don't know. If that's a nice distraction
2: <laughs> but certainly a distraction like all all of high school to me is like it was people were like oh were you bullied were you this or that i was like no i just remember like not eating the whole yeah, time yeah i remember Which being really so was, hungry I was math okay like, no, <laughs> so keeping hungry. a calendar wait dead ass i just remember sitting so true like i remember sitting almost like a, j- a joke book well, wouldn't that be refreshing if i wrote my joke book that much but like it would just be like writing out like M- meal plans for myself that were the same every day, <gasps> oh and it was God. the same minute to minute, and I would always try to get the numbers smaller.
1: I have been through many phases of meal planning.
2: You were distracting yourself from being gay with your eating. Disorder. Yes, I think. Um, I don't think it's that simple. And at the literally at the time, I remember of a, a one thought. <laughs> I remember one. <laughs> I remember one thought, like literally, when you were not eating, like you are like physically not, like that is the thing, like you're physically not. I don't know. Someone tried to say that to me when I was in high school that like you, you don't have those like biologically don't have those same feelings. I don't know if that's valid or real, but I think you could also make the argument that like just mentally, all I had to focus on was this, like the immediate act of not eating and Mm -hmm. the immediate act of getting the number on the scale lower. Mm -hmm. So like it was not, Oh, I don't really know any 30 year olds who are gay. Where will I go? What will I do? I don't think I can play straight in a movie. Oh, I don't know. So it was like very just like the here and the now. There was such a presence to it.
1: That's interesting. Interesting. When I (laughs) had gay panic, I never thought about the future. I wasn't like, what will it look like when I'm gay in the future? I was always just like panicked about like, I would be like, well, who am I going to kiss now? yeah like i guess i never thought about the future (laughs) 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 the future was always about my career like how i was gonna make money and then the present was the gay panic but i had friends that were gay so the panic kind of dissolved a little bit because my friend Raylan, shout Shout out out. my i met her my freshman year and she was like i'm bi and it's cool and it's totally fine and gay people are valid and i was like (gasps)
0: Oh, they are the power of somebody to unlock that in your life is really powerful. Community is all we have.
1: And then I and then I think my dad had always because my dad was a little homophobic until I was like twelve and then he realized I was gay and he was like
0: gays are great. Totally, that's a da- that's a trajectory a lot nice. of dads take.
1: Yes, but he was always like, well, the theater is full of gay people, so I never worried about being older and gay because I was like, well, I'll have the theater. <laughs> Wait,
2: that's so funny. Of Did course. he say? That? Did he say before after he liked gay people?
1: Um. He, all, before, before he liked gay people, the he was just, like, all oh, the theater, I gays. love
2: that the way you said it was, like, positive or negative. I wasn't sure. It's, was like, the theater is full of... Every dad <laughs> yeah. sat there on the couch watching Glee,
1: annoyed, yes, being yes. like, why
0: is the fucking teacher so fruity? I know. Yeah. My, my dad-, dad
1: hated Glee. One thing about the aquarium, to bring it back to that, yes. gay, huge gay space. Yeah. Most of the people there are gay. That's and if they're not, they're, like...
0: Performers are coming to see you.
1: Oh, oh I all like performers but also like a lot of the animal keepers are women and they're gay love and a lot of the people in the education department i mean who is gonna
0: keep the oceans clean if not the lesbians is not the lesbians (laughs) truly
1: (laughs) and at the aquarium you have to wear khakis which i think is just what brings all the lesbians (laughs) (laughs) in anyway i can wear khaki short
0: i'm there literally well i
1: wore a Muna shirt on my very first day at the aquarium and like 40 people were like i love that band (laughs) and i was like you can give me your number later
2: So have you seen that thing in Disney World or SeaWorld where the whale went? went? Shamu. Okay. Is that happened? Do you have whales there?
1: No. So what happened at SeaWorld was they were doing, what happened was the trainers were not being safe in like the things that they were doing. And so when an animal, like they always do positive behavioral stuff and they never like, they never uh, tell the animal like, they never discipline them. Like, if they if they don't want to do something, they just stop doing it. But what happened in that SeaWorld thing is the trainer wasn't, like, keying into the animal, and the animal was getting upset, and they were still trying to do it. So then the animal felt threatened. And <sighs> then what ended up happening, I think, is the whale, like, t- bit her hair and, like, flung her around. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, Christ. Yes, but, but... Describe it more. <laughs> <laughs> but what they said was that the animal was, like, showing like exhibiting signs of frustration and not being happy. So she was, ki- she did die. Sorry. That's like the only, the only instance of a killer whale killing a human is in captivity. They don't kill humans in the wild.
0: Wow. And isn't that a fucking telling story? Yes. And
1: people are always scared of them. And then when you see videos of TikToks of people encountering killer whales in the wild, they just, they ignore them.
0: Yeah. They just go right by. Unless
1: they have like a boat motor and they're mad about the motor. Is that
0: different from orcas?
1: No, orcas and killer whales are the same.
0: Because they have been popping off. We haven't heard about them in a while, but they were really yes. having a moment this summer. Well, went to Google And orcas. another thing is that yes. like
1: orcas are so big and at SeaWorld, like they don't have enough room for them. Uh-huh. That's like, well, you can't keep a great white shark in a, in a tank because they swim so many miles a day that they would not, be able to be used to just swimming in a circle yeah and they will hit the glass until they kill themselves <gasps> oh my god yeah and of course they had to find that out the hard way <laughs> of course yeah jesus but um but You're yeah basically that's a
0: veterinarian to me thank you i know you really are you learned so much about animals this yes summer.
1: it's true and some of it like it was like in the scripts that i had to learn but a lot of it was just like because we would have downtime and we'd just hang out with like the other education people or the animal keepers. And they would just like tell us stuff. Like I learned that if a sea lion bites you because of the bacteria on their teeth, you'll either lose the arm or like die. Whoa. And someone told me that like months into us and high fiving sea them. lions. Yeah. They wow. were like, that's why you can't be alone with them on stage. Cause if they bite you, you could die.
2: Oh my God.
1: I said, wait to tell me six months. <laughs> <in>.
2: <laughs> were the sea lions like kind?
1: Yeah. <laughs> they bruiser. Were bruiser. He hit hard. That's why he was called bruiser.
2: Wow. He, yeah. I loved that.
0: I love that. Did he smack you in the butt too or did mm-hmm. I make that up? He did smack <laughs> me in the butt. Sometimes
1: when we'd be like sharks, he'd come up and pretend to be a shark. Oh, that like, is silly. Gee. Do you think they
0: enjoy the shows?
1: Yes, I do. They love attention and they okay. like applause and they they it's like part of their routine. And what a big thing that they do at Zoo's and Aquariums is enrichment which is a way to, like, keep the animal physically and mentally stimulated. Yeah. Because um, in the wild, they're doing that by staying alive. But in captivity, they need to be continually enriched. they Because right. they're, they're being... Because so
0: much of their day isn't spent. Yeah. Kind of like people. It's like we went from hunting and gathering to being like, well, I guess I should be a comedian.
1: I know, and we have TV now. Do something with my job. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> which was such a good idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like there are still a few killer whales in captivity because they were born in captivity, so that's all they've known. Oh my god. I'm actually going to Sea World next week with my brother. Wow. So I'll Rep- send you picture report a picture of killer whale. Back. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to go there and be like, I worked in an aquarium. Yeah,
0: drop the n- name drop. So is
2: SeaWorld just like a big aquarium? It is, with roller with coasters. Rides.
1: But now that I know more about like proper <laughs> practices, much. I will be interested. Because like, walruses, if you're going to have Go walruses with a at like an aquarium or a zoo, you have to have at least six. Because they get really lonely. Aww. I need to know where, yeah. I,
2: what is SeaWorld and why and who did this. You know, like that just feels like so many things in one like plant shed
0: like Disney came with Disney World. And that was such a hit that people wanted to move to Orlando and capitalize off of the theme park uh, economy there. And so then Universal came in to Universal Studios. And then somebody's like, what if we did one with animals and I got the biggest fucking thing in the ocean and brought it right here for (laughs) you, (laughs) folks? Literally. Why wouldn't there be like we do this (laughs) until someone dies?
1: (laughs) Literally. Shouldn't
0: they have? Um,
1: and they used to like ride the killer whales like the trainers would like sit on them or they'd like ride their backs and like that is not Orlando,
2: Florida is a lawless
1: place. Mm -hmm. I almost
2: went to college there. Lawless. Did you go UCF? Rollins College. I got a theater scholarship.
1: (laughs) Oh, I got a theater scholarship to the University of um, Indiana at Kokomo, (laughs) which was really sad. They were like, you could be a star here, and <laughs> the I way said, no. You just no. looked at me when you said Kokomo. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a town of like twelve thousand. Did you have
2: a zoo tycoon?
1: No, but I knew of it.
2: Did you have zoo tycoon? My a brother had roller coaster tycoon. Oh, is that the I, video
1: that game? Yeah. Wow, is that what started him on his path to today? I think so. Yeah. Wow. He also used to design roller coasters when we were kids.
0: I mean, look at him now.
1: I know. On his
0: way to doing it, I
2: Although used to he design wants to be bakeries. A DJ now. I used to draw little bakeries For in him. my journal, but then I stopped. Bakeries? Yeah. Which couldn't be further from what I do now.
1: I didn't draw <laughs> as much, but I had something. Never known you to bake. <laughs> I had something called the bottle friends. What's that? So when I was young, and I, I would only take showers in my parents' bathroom because I, the upstairs bathroom that my brother and I shared was gross to me. So I wouldn't do it. And thank God, because I'm sure my brother masturbated in there. <laughs> um. Wait,
2: <laughs> that's so rough to say about your brother All on right. the podcast. He's an G- what? I shared my brother's rent and I was nervous about it. But don't cut it, keep it.
1: That's for you to decide. But anyway, I use my parents' bathroom. I've never brought up whether or not my
2: brothers jerk off on this podcast. I think everyone. everyone, everyone I I think every single person that's been on this podcast jerks jerks off. off. I jerk off two times a day because if not, it messes with my hormones. I've decided. Really? Yeah, Mm. I typically do think that the body should do it twice a day. Interesting. It's really important. Also, just like for stress relief and then it's just kind of, you know. Something to do. And appetite's a present. It's like like, really (laughs) crazy.
1: Sorry. If I'm stressed, I'll jerk off. But anyway, the bottle friends, um, (laughs) they were – so my parents had a huge shower and they had like just a ton of – well, they had like – like their shampoo and conditioner in there but then before i would take a shower i would raid all of their other toiletries Uh, and the bottle friends was like a community in the shower so like the cool guy was my dad's shaving cream (laughs) he was the hottie and then all of my mom's like travel shampoo bottles were the kids of course and like the big pantene bottle was like the wait did you
2: invent this business or someone else did
1: no 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 this was just like all in my head But it was like I I used to do something like that too, though I would give them
0: all characters. Yeah, because I do have such
1: playing with dolls, but they were bottles, and I would take like hour long showers. My mom's bathroom, my mom and dad's bathroom was like connecting to our kitchen, and my aunt told me over Thanksgiving that they would be able to like hear me singing in the shower (laughs) with the (laughs) bottle friends as they were like eating in the kitchen, and they were like, "The water bill is gonna be crazy (laughs) this month." (laughs) But then my dad would like never know where his shaving cream was because it was in the shower, and I was like. The shaving cream is, like, the sexiest guy. Yeah. And then my mom had, like, a really skinny bottle for, like, her color-treated hair, and she was the hot girl. (laughs) Yeah. Skinny equated to hot when I was a child. Let's talk about that.
2: Times were different.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was the 2000s. Yeah,
0: and that... Skinny chic was huge. Oh,
1: skinny chic and no eyebrows. Literally,
0: yeah. I used to do that too. But and you're so right that like they're always like the shaving cream is always like edge. Yes, Gillette. Literally, that's a guy. Or have
1: like a little like (laughs) blue streak, and I was like, that is the cool guy.
0: He's got a motorcycle. Yes,
1: he did have a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and the bottle friends, I loved them.
0: I did that too. I did something like that. I would have like little characters for them. Yeah. I had like quite the imagination. I spent a lot of alone time as a child. Me too. And I had like quite the imagination with things like that. Wait,
2: that's like Taylor Swift's you're on your own kid. Because remember she's sitting in her room. I was, you don't remember this?
1: Well, I know the song. Doesn't
2: it start with her like sitting in her room writing up, making up worlds and imagination things in her journal? Is that not how this starts?
0: I, uh, know, I don't stories. know i just know that you're on your own kid and you always have been
2: i everything you lose is a step you take i think that's really important to say every day everything you lose is a step you take
0: true that's nice that is
2: beautiful everything you lose is a step you take except for your hairline. and then <laughs> i don't know I she's love not that song. referring
0: to that and she never would And she mm. wouldn't lie to you
2: no she is uh, she's gotten so much work done but not in a bad way like get it done she's gotten work done you think she hasn't her teeth are <laughs> chiclets that's true. And I am jealous. I th- They're perfect. No,
0: I am on a rampage, rampage. I'm on a quest to reclaim teeth crusade. diversity. A crusade, thank you.
2: Okay, Damien is on this
0: as well. As is a lot of people, I think. Because veneers look... A little bit crazy. Yeah, they do. No offense to anybody who has veneers. I'm sure you have a beautiful smile. But if we all had the same smile. What, Would that we, be so bad? Yes, it is bad. It if is bad. It smile is beautiful. Any attempt to make us all the same is bad. Yeah. Wait, it so. is inherently bad to decide that there's <laughs> one way that we should look in any capacity. And if there's one way should we should be, that is inherently a bad thing. They talked about this in The Incredibles.
1: If everyone's super, Wait, no one's super. That was
2: such a big jump from veneers to being like, oh my God, is it like eugenic? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's <a good laughs> <life>. Not, not. <laughs> whose type of teeth do you think they're pulling from?
0: Literally. Perfect- you don't think yeah. it's probably all models who are cis, straight white people whose teeth are being the model for teeth for veneers? I would probably, I yeah. would be assuming that's probably the case. Yeah. That's a, I don't even know if there's differences in teeth across like. Any well, I'll make it background. clear right now.
2: I don't want teeth of that. I want teeth of a Disney princess. So I want animated people teeth. So, like, <laughs> little I tiny, want... little tiny. Just nubs. no, yes. Just no, te- <laughs>
0: just no teeth. Just white. Just a white straight line across white, <laughs> and they sparkle in the sun. Yeah, yeah.
2: I do. I really. You want You have that. beautiful
0: teeth. You have very straight, regular, beautiful teeth. You They're you not do have beautiful teeth. Do you I, have braces? They
2: are imperfect. Um, I That's good. I did have braces. I had braces too. I did not wear my retainer. I didn't either. Who would? I know. You didn't know. When you're a kid, there's no way to know.
1: Well, they, they told me that they could put in like a permanent bottom retainer, which I should have done because my bottom teeth are crooked now, but I didn't do it. And the reason... Well, we shouldn't first let anyone 14 make a decision. For sure. They should have just put it in. Don't <laughs> ask me. But I didn't do it because I was like, what happens if when I'm in my 20s and I'm a struggling performer? Because at this point, I already knew I was going to struggle in my <laughs> 20s. <laughs> and I said, and I have to do porn and they have to do a mouth shot. They're not going to want to see a retainer. This was literally what I thought. Bro, I this have, is a, is bottom, I have a retainer in my bottom wow. teeth
2: and no one in my porn has ever seen my... Uh, well, do you know have what I mean? one now? Can I say uh, it? behind it i'll show you after.
3: i should i used to have them
0: behind my two front teeth and then a poppy seed
2: in a bagel oh. knocked it out i don't yeah. think it's sustainable but like i don't think it's long term
0: i used to be so i had a i i, I don't have enough teeth I never yeah. got enough teeth. They didn't come in. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's some. What check- is enough?
2: If we all had the same number of teeth, wouldn't we all be the same?
1: Well, and then there- isn't that <laughs>
2: oppressive? Isn't that
1: bad? the human body does have a uh, there a is set a
2: number of teeth.
0: <laughs> there is a human number of teeth that is the standard number of teeth human being probably will be born with. But of course, there are, everybody has abnormalities, and mine happened to be with my teeth among other things. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have my uh incisor teeth, the one that are right next to your front teeth and before your canines, the like, you know, before uh, the, yeah. there's like front teeth one more set on either side and then there's the sharp ones. Mine go straight from the front teeth to the sharp ones. Let's see? Oh yeah. But you have really that. big
1: front teeth thank you (laughs) i do too
0: (laughs) and i always was anyway so i've always had because of that i always had a gap in my teeth because i didn't have enough so they were very spread out in there and so my front teeth i've always had a gap and i hated it as a kid and i was so excited to get braces and get that done and then i had that permanent retainer keeping that together this whole time thinking if they ever were to separate it would be the end of my life and then that happened like two years ago and i have like a little gap in between my teeth now and i fucking love it yeah it's very cute thank you i kind of like a a door that i have i
2: want veneers that are that (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna show them your picture yeah he
0: said he said uh i'm gonna pay thousands of dollars for some fucked up little teeth wait is this genetic my teeth yeah uh, probably i mean Do my your
2: siblings t- have the no my
0: siblings have gorgeous teeth my mom has perfect teeth my sisters have perfect teeth they had a little bit of a crossover in their front two teeth but then once they got braces they have like perfect teeth my brother has perfect teeth my dad has like a little
2: bit fucked up teeth he, i think that's where i get it from Soph literally is I hope I know she's listening. We don't haven't talked about her in a minute, but like shout out, hey Soph. She out. is probably the hottest person I've ever seen. <laughs> Whenever she's like at the show, I'm like yeah that's right <laughs> we it's know like, like So, and Erica
1: are like yeah. the two straight girls and yes. I'm like you see this is why I can't be straight because I could never compete with you guys and that's why like I developed like I knew I was not in the male gaze from an early age like I looked at girls like that and I was like there's something different about me <laughs> I'm not doing what you're doing I'm straightening my hair the same way and I'm, it is kinking <laughs>
0: I feel the same way. I also feel like when we were growing up like straight hair was so in. Yes. And I have always had like thicker hair and like the girls who had like thin like the especially like blonde people who have just like stick Mm -hmm. thin hair, it can just get so straight so easily. And I was always like in the heat, heat, humid savannah, like it was just never. It was never in the cards for me. Thank God
1: curly thick hair is now in. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, well one thing I was gonna say that one boys club I was a part of was. I'm a bottle blonde, and yesterday I went to the Plaza Hotel with my mom. It yes. was very fun, very bougie. I felt like a princess. I literally was giddy the whole time. I was like, eee! <laughs> but like almost everyone in there was a bottle blonde. Wait, you it was know a what lot of mothers of? and daughters, and they were all bottle blondes. And I was talking about that with my mom, and then I was like, well, I really can't say anything because like I'm the most bottle blonde. <laughs> but they all looked like expensive. Like you could tell that their highlights were like expensive and. It was crazy. I was just like, blondes come here. That's
2: that thing we went to in New Orleans. Reminds me. That reminds me of that.
1: Mm, Yes. Yes.
2: Where I was like, oh, everyone is Kellyanne Conway. Yeah. Mardi Gras. Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: Yes, That's called, that's the Southern uh, straight white aesthetic.
1: Yeah. It's the simply Southern. Simply Southern. Blonde. It's weird to see an
2: older grown woman, no offense, and just like with that. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know, because it's, like, there is, like, I feel like a maturity to a shorter haircut. hmm And, like, a lot of, but, like, a lot of women, I think, start to, like, you know, like, have a shorter haircut, or they, like, just, like, change Their it up. Their hair thins, too. Yeah, and so they just change it up a little bit. And, like, there is something about the South where they just, like, continue to have the exact same yes. hair. I don't know if it's forever. A, I don't know if it's, like, a, a grasp at youth, or it's just what yeah, they're looking so for it's I don't it's know. like I'm
2: 85, wore this at prom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, curly really pop. Wow, we're coming up on almost a year that we went to Mardi Gras.
1: I know we got to do another big trip. I, I know, still think about so it
2: every day because I fell in love there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> anyway. I just
1: think about all the free alcohol we had. Yeah, that was I looked,
2: so fun. We looked. <laughs> I said, "Did we?" I looked. Uh, we looked. <laughs> we looked gorgeous.
0: We did. We, we really looked did. So good. We came in stunning.
2: Wait, should we go somewhere in February? Yeah. I'll February have a lot of mental worst. problems in February. We should go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You already know, yeah, for sure. I know. Met February is a tough month I'll
2: be really bummed. We
1: should go to like somewhere tropic where we can like have a swim up bar. I want a swim up bar. Yeah. I want a swim up bar more than anything. I is wanna... That's where
2: we swim to the bar. That's where there's a bar in well, the pool. The you bar seats can't. are in the pool. Yeah, but we will. Sorry, you can stay. You can you can
0: kind of <laughs> splash around. No, I'll
2: be peeing seltzer into the pool. <laughs> nice. <It's>, no worries. <laughs> because there's
0: nothing that makes you feel less sexy than not knowing what you're doing. No, exactly. And I
1: have quit many a thing because I wasn't immediately good at it. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Which has probably stunted my growth in many ways. but Whatever. That's why I can't play the guitar. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I was saying the other day to but Maddie that I want guitar, a But if we played guitar, we'd be too hot.
2: I know. What are we gonna you do? You have so many hobbies.
0: I don't think I do though.
2: What? Uh, who do you think's out there with more hobbies? Jack Greenberg.
0: Oh, or Caroline Siamese. Caroline Siamese. They have hobbies. They have so many hobbies. Yeah. But like, I, I was, I was. Guess what I'm trying to say is like, I. I have a, I do a lot of creative things sure 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 but a lot of that is in service of career for okay sure. and yeah. so yeah. like I do love that I have a career that allows me to do so much creative work but there does need to be time for creative or just like m- hobby type endeavors that have nothing to do with my sense of self my ego my career my financial stability yeah you know don't my, you skateboard yeah well, I have a skateboard. Okay. Am I good at it? No. Yeah. Do I want to hurt myself? Also no. I know. Do I have the health insurance to hurt myself on a regular basis? No. no. So,
1: yeah, all of those so things fair. kind of deter
0: me from that. And also like you know, soccer, you could say maybe is a hobby, but it's not. I have such a fraught relationship with that sport yeah. I, I, every you time.
1: Were almost a professional
0: and every time I play I get so in my head about still being good and obviously I'm not as good as I once was and it, it's interesting because in certain ways I think I'm better in other ways I'm significantly worse of course because I'm not playing that often and like I but I'm still in my head I'm like you should be amazing at this yeah and any loss of this is a sign of your... I don't know. It's just, like, weird. And so I'm just, like, it doesn't always bring me joy. Like, I wish it would.
1: That is interesting, because, like, I God. used to do theater as a hobby. And now, like, if I was in a play, I'd be like, this is my job. Right, Even, right. like, at the aquarium. I, well, that was literally my job. But, like, it would be like, this is now my job. I guess I watercolor. That's a nice hobby. Yeah.
2: You do watercolor. Look, I have your drawing right there. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful Yzma eyes.
1: <laughs> Although I do worry that my biggest hobby is just smoking weed. ha.
2: <laughs> Yeah, like well, it. if you want to go to AA with me, you can come. It's not like that. I know. I know. Like <laughs> I, I feel like
1: they'd be like, How many days sober are you? And I'd be like, Never. I'm wait, not, this is fucked up. I'm can actually I, high right now. Wait,
2: can I be a huge bitch for two seconds? And Please? then everyone can be mad at me. And if you're mad at me, that's something that you need to look inside of. And so I. So
0: prepare yourself at
2: home to be mad. Okay. Whenever someone's like, Oh, I'm so hungover right now, I'm like, Well,. You're a grown person and it's the middle of the day. Maybe go to an AA meeting. If you want If you want me to, to, to show you where an AA meeting is, I will. If you want me to, I don't want to listen to you complain about it. Because mm-hmm. that, you're too, that's a problem. You can't move about the world because you drank so much last night? Grow up. Well. Grow okay, up. <laughs> I'll
0: just push back. If it's a habit, for sure, if it's every day of the week, yeah, I agree. If it's one time.
2: This girl, it's not a habit. It's like go easy on me, like I'm really hungover. And I said, get your life together, and then walked away. <laughs> and she was so upset. <laughs> but I wasn't at work, so if you were here, hearing was you're like, oh, you were bad at work. No, I wasn't. And she <laughs> shook at her life together. That was her motivation for the day. Was
1: it a weekend?
2: Um, I don't know. It was a Sunday. Yeah. It probably was a Sunday. Yeah. It's like get your life together.
0: And by that, I think it should be like if you're really hungover and you wanted to have a nice time last night, maybe don't schedule an 8 a.m. solid
3: core
2: class
1: yeah. on a Sunday. Uh, Wait, and then one time someone at work. Get your life work, together in that way.
2: Someone at work, it was like. You're talking so fast, you sound like you just took an eight ball, which I figured out was a cocaine thing. And I was like, I'm sober. And then I made it a whole victim thing. Wow.
1: You've gotta be the victim. I do think like the culture of just going out and drinking is boring.
0: Agree. I think that's it's so boring. But I do love bars. I love bar aesthetic. Uh-huh. Especially in New York. There's so many bars like Coyote Club is so good. Yes. And like there's a ton of bars around me that are great that
2: I've not ventured into. Romantically, there's something there about There is being... a bar
1: really close to you that Kenzie and I passed the other day and we were like, We have to go. Let I took a picture of Ray's. Him. Let me know.
2: It's Ray's. Wait, yeah. I really wanna go. Do you wanna go? Oh god, I would th- there's this bar over uh, across the Rays street. Raises for the girlies.
1: Raises for you can't go into raise unless you wear a Ritzia.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh. <laughs> Connor said, "Watch okay. me." <laughs> Connor said, "Sounds like those are my girls." <laughs> Sounds like that's who I've always wanted to be and be around.
2: <laughs> um, I love the idea of walking into a Ritz, raise, and being like, "Oh, I'm meeting someone." Like, "Who are you meeting?" Be like, "I don't know. Well, I'll let find out." <laughs> that's funny. We should see who that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's this bar over there called Hartley's. And it's, like, an Irish pub, and they have so love bread. an Irish pub. It's a very Irish pub, and, like, it, I actually have nothing else to say about it, but I really want to go.
0: I had a beer at an Irish pub, or an English pub, in uh, Brooklyn Heights that tasted like tequila. It was a beer, but it tasted like tequila. It was, ho- it was impossible to get down. It wasn't
2: until that that I figured out if it was good or bad. No, it was bad. It
0: was bad. Yes. No. Yes. You don't tequila. want something to taste like tequila and not treat you like tequila. You know what I mean? It's like- Have I told you
2: the first time I did a tequila shot? It was the boys. I was in a fraternity, and they gave us tequila shots, and they gave us salt and a lime. And I d- I dusted the salt into the drink, and then squeezed the lime, and then shot it back. But that's not what you're supposed to do.
0: There is something funny to me about the fact that, like, you being this gay man in a fraternity probably could outdrink every single one of these boys. I really <laughs> could. In, like, such a masculine, like, subverting masculinity way. Yeah. The I silver sh- lining of your of your time with
2: alcohol. I was a bro. Yeah. No one could drink more than me. I was Edward 40 Hands. I would never throw <laughs> up because, which is crazy because it's like one time I wasn't throwing up. It was like, <laughs> sorry, that's a dumb joke. That's <laughs> hack.
1: Did you really do Edward 40 Hands? Yeah. God, that scared me.
2: Um, only if there's a fire. If there's a fire you have forties tied to your hands, babe. It's no, like I know but like
1: I, it just scared me because I knew I would never be able to drink that much.
2: I can just like remember the vomit of that type of alcohol just like on you in the morning. Mm. Is this way, is this the trauma episode? <laughs> you oh. came on for the trauma <laughs> episode. We're getting comfy. I'm sorry. It out. I'm sorry,
1: everyone. One time no, I oh, took like so sorry. many tequila shots at a bar in Savannah that the, I, I took like five and then someone was like, take another. And I was like, no. And I took it and then immediately threw up into my hand yeah. and then had to go to the bathroom Ugh. and like, wash it off. I'm uh. oh, sorry for responding in that way. No, it was gross. It is they're disgusting.
2: Absolutely. are disgusting. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> I like still
1: can't
0: really like f- I don't know what I didn't even I haven't even thrown up that much from alcohol in my life, like a couple of oh, times. I have. But for some reason, like I still have such a gag reflex of any alcohol taste, like any hard liquor in it. Like literally last night I was at this uh after Jess Tom's show we went to this bar on the corner that was awesome. Great vibes. Open bar. Whoa. French fries
1: <sighs> for free. <sighs> yeah. Calamari. <sighs>
0: I know. It was a swanky event. Okay. And wait, did you see Elliot Page? <sighs> was he there? C V and I sat in the same row as him. <gasps> he was two things down from us. It was like, okay, oh we God. look happy. VIP. He was having a great time. Oh. But I was like, I won't introduce myself here. I'll wait till we get to this after party. I'm sure he'll be there. And then maybe it'd be yeah. an easier way to like have a chat with him. He didn't come... But I said, uh, there's only so many of us, it's only a matter of time. So yeah. uh, my time is, my time, it wasn't That's me time. with Kate
1: McKinnon. Exactly. There's only so many lesbians exactly. that were born on January 6th.
0: Was she born on January 6th? Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah. Okay. Me, Kate McKinnon, and Naomi from Luna. <laughs> okay, that's I huge. Know. I know. I um, think
2: my version of that is, this is beautiful, George Severus. <laughs> kind of like smart. You met him, though. Smart. I know, I've done it. <laughs> Wow. Kind of like smart, cute gaze. And yeah. I'd be like, that's George Severus. Yeah. He is wonderful.
1: He's so gorgeous.
0: I saw, he was there last night. I was talking to him for a little bit. Um, mm. And he had glowing things to say about you.
2: That I was hot. And funny. That's more important.
0: Um, and But just slightly. And, but just slightly. But anyway, so I had a, um, I had a Negroni. Yeah. A gin-based cocktail. Yeah. Didn't love it. Um, But ev- I was like, st- I'm like, I'm standing in this, you know, s- talking to people who I are, are like peers, but also like, you know, it's always that weird thing with comedy parties where it's like, this is a peer, but it's also somebody I need to, you know, be professional in front of and yeah. sort of like impress. Oh. And it's weird and I whatever. That, yeah. I know. Thankfully, like the people that were there last night, I was like, these are all like, w- you know, Jess Tom is a wonderful person and curated such a good vibe in that place that it was nice. like wonderful people. But still, I'm sitting there sipping this Negroni and immediately I have this like gag reflex all the time where I'm like, what? like and it's just like this is so awkward because i'm just like taking this how did you b- know to
2: get a negroni
0: it's because that's what the people who ordered with me were getting and i was panicking and i was like i'll get that too yeah
2: i yeah. would be like i want a manhattan but i don't know what that is
0: i don't either i've never had a. I, I outed myself as having never had a uh martini last night and that was crazy
2: to people a manhattan
1: I that is a it's vodka based
2: what's a cosmo
1: yeah,
0: Silence it's pink. It's pink and it's pretty. Jesse and I are stoners. Okay, we don't know these yeah, things. <laughs> I
1: don't. The only like I, I only started drinking gin and tonics because that's what they drink in Fleabag. Yeah,
0: I love gin and tonics though. <laughs> I
1: do love gin, but I made myself love it because I wanted to be Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Basically, if a hot woman does something, mm-hmm. I'll figure out what's mm-hmm. behind it.
0: Yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I so I she. I need to rewatch Fleabag. She's incredible. She's
1: so good. She's supposed to have another show coming out when. Who knows?
0: The sooner the better. I, I'm obsessed with her. I wish I could see her live. Oh, I would have loved no. to have seen the, the um, like live version. Yeah, of the lively bag. bag. You can it,
1: watch it at come the It did come library. to New York, but it sold out immediately. Fuck.
2: Oh, that's where you can watch it. You're you can right.
1: watch it at the Performing Arts Library.
2: You can watch it at the library. <laughs> Wait for free?
1: Yeah, we should go to the Performing Arts Library sometime. Take it's me, cool. Take
0: where me. Where are would to go?
1: Yeah, it's right by Lincoln Center. Is
0: that where Michael Abber goes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he spends a lot of time there.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you need a library card, though.
0: I think that's easy to get. I feel like if you just you have You can a write your name. New York ID.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm trying to get a New York ID, but it's been very hard to prove my identity. <gasps> Say more. Because <laughs> so when I moved, I was subletting and then I I'm, I'm on a lease, but my lease company says my name is Jess jess ballard <laughs> so not even my full name am i and your then, landlord
0: <laughs> literally i'm the only person called you jess ballard yes
1: <laughs> and then all of my like utilities are in the name of the girl who used to live there which is bad yeah so i need to like cancel but if i shut down the utilities there's gonna be like a day where i don't have heat yeah so i have uh, to like wait uh, to yeah, do wait that that's, yeah, yeah,
2: don't yeah. worry you gotta do national grand
0: you know what somebody know. somebody can just send you a letter Oh. I'll send you a letter.
1: Please do. Yeah. yeah. And have it say Jessica. Because,
0: you know, because I, I know this because I had to get my name legally changed uh, last or two, whenever it was. And I had the same thing where, you know, like... My name was on the lease, and I I guess I could have just done that, but I was like, where's my lease on? Right, I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere in an email somewhere. And then, um, you know, Sam does our Wi-Fi, and I do our, our, like, Con Ed, but then, like, the Con Ed bill, of course, for some reason, like, the apartment numbers do not actually correspond to my actual address. yes. It's just, like, apartment number five, but that is not my apartment number, so, like, that's – not yeah. legible or you yeah. Know, yeah. usable. Of That's course, c- ridiculous. I know. It's just like crazy shit like that. And then I end up bringing another piece of mail that doesn't count as like an official piece of mail because there wasn't a stamp on it. Oh my God. So I ended up using a letter from Maddie's mom.
1: That's so sweet. To get
0: my name legally changed. Isn't that sweet?
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny because like I have my social security card and my passport and they're like, you still need more. That's crazy. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's actually impossible to get um, those documents. They really put you through the ringer.
1: Yeah. But I'm trying to get it. I can't do it now because I'm flying too soon, <laughs> but I'm trying to get it before the new year.
0: When I s- when I went to get my name legally changed, the um, woman behind the desk, I like s- gave her my old ID, which is an ID that I got when I was 16 years old. So I have very long hair in it. I'm like a junior in high school, and you know, obviously, it's outdated and did not look like me at the time. So I was like, "Hey, I'm here to get like my a new ID with like my all my like legal name change and all this stuff." And I like slid her all the paperwork, and she looks at the ID, and she goes, "Who is this?"
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I was and like, "You said, ma'am, I don't know me," and she was like. <gasps> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. You <laughs> are. This is why I'm here because who is that? Even my
1: ID, I'll show it's you. It doesn't crazy. look like me. I have long hair and bangs.
2: You just wiped that out so quick.
1: That's my uh, beautiful wallet from Italy. That my beautiful Your bangs look really crazy.
2: The bangs are good in here. Beautiful curtain bangs. Wow. And also, I would just like would to you add, call that curtain This bangs? is mm-hmm. like falling apart.
1: Oh now. yeah, that's because so two. It's falling apart because. Wait. So this When did you get this? 2018. 2018. Were you married? Were you married? <laughs> <laughs> were you married? We were um, in 2018.
0: You were in. You were in Charleston already. Um, no.
1: So in 2018, I, li- I technically lived in Georgia, but my uh, s- my mom. I was still like, that was still my state of residence. Was yeah, like where my where mom lived. totally. Uh, but the reason it's peeling is because my brother put our IDs in his swim trunks when we went to a uh, spring in Florida, and then they got fucked up (laughs) yeah the airport hates that this is happening and if you'd believe it south carolina
0: not making the best ids in the biz no No,
1: it's still an under 21 id like and that doesn't expire until 2026 i
0: know that was the thing with my old one too where i was like it was like i looked completely different it was an under 21 id technically but i was but like it was not expired yet and i was over 21 yeah so like it was so it was so fucked. People did yeah. not like getting that from me for like a while there. But
1: so that's a 2024 goal for me is my New York State ID. Fuck yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll i send have you to a get a letter because mine expires
2: in, in April. I'll send you okay. a letter too. When does mine expire? Yeah, send me a letter. Probably your birthday. I'd love to get a letter. April yeah. 30th? Wait, I don't have my mail key actually. I don't know where it is. I've oh. never opened my mail. Here. I've been here for a month. <laughs> oh, I'm checking
1: weeks.
0: the mail with an infrequency that is reckless. <laughs> mm, that's
1: good. Absolute I reckless. don't want to get hear so much hear from mail anyone. from my uh, my apartment that is for people that don't live there. Of I course. throw away so much. It's going to be the, the IRS like illegal,
2: or jury duty. I don't want either of those things. It's like
0: there. also just like random pamphlets from God knows what. And it's like, you guys are on Instagram ads. Why are you sending me this? I know. Why are you fucking sending me this? Fresh uh Direct.
1: You're getting me on Instagram. Yeah, you don't need getting that. Yeah, me every other way. Don't
0: send it to my mailbox. But I'm, I'm almost never checking the mail. But yeah, if
2: Dandy so Del Mar, who always gets me Instagram ads, I feel like they would get you too. It's a men's clothing company. No, I don't know. If they want to send me an, a, a catalog, I would happily use <laughs> it read <and laughs> it. There's something <laughs> chic about a catalog. Yeah.
1: Ugh, <laughs> uh, another 2024 goal I have is a morning routine. Yeah. I want a sacred morning. Like what are you talk about on Poog. Hoping,
0: a, hoping to do in that?
1: Well... The problem is is that if I get in a real job and I have to go into the office, I'm just, like, not going to have time in the morning. Because my my biggest thing is I am someone who will wake up the very last second possible. Of course. Run out the door.
0: You used to tell us you, what, it took you eight minutes to get to school in high
1: school? Yes. I would not. Do you remember in New Orleans? Do you wake when up
0: at 7.52 and you'd be there at 8 a.m.? Yes, literally. In I'd wake room.
1: up. I'd throw on clothes. I'd run out. I would, like, I would, I had one, of, I had those, like, um, toothbrushes they give you at the dentist that have the toothpaste in them yeah i'd like do that really quick and then i'd like walk into school i'm not even awake yet (laughs) i'm taking a math (laughs) test like so my idea i want to be able to wake up (laughs) i would love to be able to get up an hour before i have to be somewhere to like have a time to like shower do my morning pages, make breakfast, but I love to sleep. Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm actually good at that, but my morning routine, I don't think is good because I will wake up early. I'll drink coffee and watch Mika and Joe. (laughs) Good morning, Joe, whatever it's called, which is kind of tells you everything that's wrong in the world. (laughs) And they are mad these days. Let me tell you, they're really pissed. There's a lot to be mad about. There's a lot to be mad about. And Mika's here for us. She's the maddest. So it is weird. I mean, I think maybe I should start my morning with like, I don't know, like poetry or like Ruby Carr or like.
1: <laughs> well, maybe not her, but. Yeah. She's bad. But I'd love to start my morning that isn't on my phone and it, some sort of writing. I mean, I haven't done morning pages. What if we started like with jazz?
2: What if we lis- listen to jazz? I've
1: been listening to window? some
0: wintry jazz YouTube videos that are just like have like the snowfall in the back. And then uh, just like have you
1: guys ever listened to Japanese jazz? No. J-pop. J-pop. You should look into it Wait I really will I'll send you a playlist I sent one to Sam today Because he was asking for jazz Wait please send it to me Well but first I sent him something That said your mom And he (laughs) was like Is this helpful or hurtful Yeah And I went hurtful Wow (laughs) Also this morning He was like what are you doing And I was like oh I'm recording a podcast And he said which one And I said Las Culturistas (laughs) And then he called me called me and he was like, how did you get that? And I was like, man, it's boys club.
0: Which is last culture. It's funny people that you yeah. make
2: under a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, It's funny that then he didn't have any inferential skills after earlier what he said to me.
0: Wow. <laughs> Come full circle. That Sam is the fool. Not you. Thanks
2: for listening, boys. Wait, I have something to say about morning routine. <laughs> yeah.
0: To, to first of all, I've been so bad about my morning pages recently. And I think it's a part of me that doesn't want to reflect on myself right it's now it's really hard at the I end of the year i'm feeling so depressed and i don't yeah. want to think about it and so i'm just like not doing my pages which is not helpful or i'm getting there and i'm like this needs to be so quick because i just want to get it done with and be done with it and mm-hmm. it's like that's not a good way to practice these things mm-hmm. second thing is something that has really helped me is a walk in the morning oh, no yes. matter the weather rain or shine cold or warm getting outside first thing in the day will really wake you up i and love like, that really also ground you especially like You don't live very far from a park. Getting Mm -hmm. in a park, nice. Very nice. People watching, dogs are out. It's nice. Um, And then what was the other thing I was going to say? It's hard. I get on my case a lot about this, too, where I'm like, I want to get up and have time for all this, to have, like, a sacred morning and be like, take the time to make myself a good breakfast and, like, take the time to, like, really just chill and, like, ease into the day and give myself that time in the morning. But then I'll... It's hard when you are doing nighttime jobs, as we all have, and, like, we're out really late and doing, like, stand-up or whatever, and then, like, you're, of course, going to be tired in the morning because you worked until... 11
1: and my work is always smoking weed on maddie niece's couch of course that's work too <laughs> that is work that is too i can't wake
0: up early because i'm like well i spent <sighs> out so late last night i know i like find myself wanting to not have to sleep because i'm like I, there's so much to do
1: oh i i've had many conversations with different therapists and saying like i wish i was a robot i wish i didn't need to sleep mm-hmm. i wish that i could just like switch something in my brain and not have any emotion and just produce work and she went you should read books about living in capitalist societies (laughs) because I think it's (laughs) ruining you.
0: Dude, I feel that too, though. I, like, also am constantly, like, trying to figure out ways where I can... um like micromanage my time in such a way that I'm like extra productive and I'm and, and even sometimes with things like wanting to have leisure time or wanting to have like a morning routine it's still in service of the overall goal of perfecting myself and mm-hmm. making myself into this perfectly oiled machine yes. that like has time for sleep and has time for food and has time for exercise and has time for friends uh-huh. and has time for work and is creating the and best things happy ever and, and, is beautiful beautiful and is happy and beautiful and everything and it's like that is so never, gonna, never happen gonna happen and they're selling us this impossible dream.
1: Uh, but I I want it. But I
0: want it. But I want I it. Want Damn it. bad. But you know what? A walk in the morning really will help.
1: Yeah, I think to to create the sacred morning, I just have to pick one thing. That's, yes. And start doing one that. One thing, to, it's kind of like
0: starting to furnish a room. You start with a rug, you build from there. Yeah. Start with a walk. It's a great rug, by the way. You build from there. Wait, the other thing I was going to say before we wrap up in a second is that an alarm clock, an analog did, or a digital alarm clock oh, has really? also changed my life because then my phone's on next to my bed. And so then I'm not looking at it first thing in the that morning so or first smart. thing in the afternoon. And if I feel the need, like, I'm, because sometimes you're in bed and you're like, I'm not ready to get up yet, but, like, I, and I need something to, like, wake me up in this bed. And sometimes the phone will do that. You're like, uh-huh. if I'm on the phone for 30 minutes, by the time I'm done with that, I'm going to be, like, ready uh-huh. to get up. I'm
1: awake because I'm so sad. Right. Because I'm is staring really at s- seldom.
2: Well, that's actually an appropriate use of the word seldom. It is so rare seldom do i feel yeah yeah i think that this also comes back to like mindfulness i have immense anxiety and like you don't say i do (laughs) (laughs) i said this to my dad on the phone the other day because he's listening and (laughs) but i was like
1: yeah kind of bragging because my dad is dead
2: (laughs) (laughs) my dad's old and so
1: he's not he's not young and well mine was young when he died i'm so sorry it's fine wow.
2: <laughs> what was the first digit what was the first digit
1: he was in his 50s fuck
2: so mine's you recently celebrated the big six. so every day feels like a surprise and
0: <laughs> oh, every day is a blessing when congrats to mr janet turning 60
2: continue but like i there's always the thing that we're reaching for there's whether it's and it's everything it's relationship it is career it's body it's it's the, the perfect art on the walls. Yeah. If I don't paint my walls gray, I'm going to explode. And it's like, when are we actually just like for one second, like present moment person, just like a thing floating through the world? And like we never are.
0: Which is
1: why. When we're doing stand up, house. Yeah. God, that's house. hard. I need it's to dumb. like, it be is nice. I need to practice mindfulness. But, but even I feel that, like even practicing I'm mindfulness is When like, I do stand up, you have to be present and Me like too. you're interacting with the audience. Anytime I'm performing, I'm very present. It is you're a beautiful right. way to yeah. get out of. Yeah, it
2: your resets head for a the brain for a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really yeah. true. Yeah,
1: which is why like I crave it.
0: Because mm-hmm. you have to be paying attention to like what you're doing. It's yes. that's so why I tr- loved doing theater.
1: Yeah, it was like especially if you're in a play for like an hour, like your brain is tuned into that. Mm-hmm. It's like a workout. It's great.
0: Yeah. I've loved. i only acted really one time and I I really loved doing that like it was so like you're in this thing for like five minutes where you're just like this is all you can do is just like be in this other headspace but Mm -hmm. it's
2: so focused. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to an audition and be like I need this this will save me.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I would do Uh theater if every rehearsal wasn't at night. It would be so hard to be in a play for six months and not be able to do anything at night. No totally. That's why I need to be paid and have rehearsals during the day. I know.
0: This is what we need. Broadway. Broadway.
1: I'm available.
0: Um Jess before we go Will you please tell Our boys at home About your upcoming show Yes Okay And anything else You want to plug
1: So boys at home On January 11th 9.30 Caveat Lower East Side I am doing a play Called Jesse and Kylie Did not storm the Capitol (laughs) And uh, the running log line We're saying Is that You know what's worse Than the Capitol riots On January 6th 2021 The truth (laughs) And we're going to explore that on January 11th. <laughs> uh, tickets are available on Caveat's website. They're also in the link in my bio. My Instagram is jdogfrizzle. If you follow Iconi. me, maybe give one of my reels a watch. Yeah, <laughs> Every day I look and see if <laughs> more people Anderson Cooper
2: is aware of your show. I
0: know. And he better fucking come. He is aware. He has been made aware of your show. And yeah. also, I would just like to say that the tickets to that will also be in the link of this episode. So if you're it's looking live. for that, it'll be in the show notes. Jesse and Kylie's Show last year was so fucking good, and I'm excited to see the yeah.
1: next iteration. No offense added to perk, a perk, but you're really moving up. We are, and yeah. we add, it's a whole. There's a whole new second act. There's a new song. I'm so excited. There's new videos. It's gonna be fun. And then also on uh, February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day at Club, coming. I'm presenting something.
2: Yes. What is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's something. It's <laughs> another show. <laughs> it's something, and it's just me. Are do you doing an hour? I don't know. Is it song? Well, I don't know. One
2: okay. long song. <laughs>
1: it's something. Jesse Ballard does one long song. <laughs>
0: one
3: long Some song. call it an opera. She
0: calls it one long one song. One long song. Um, It'll be something. So okay. stay tuned for that. February 15th. And yeah. Whenever we have, f- do you have tickets for that yet? No. Okay. Well, we'll we'll be promoting yeah. it on our socials if it's not in this episode link. Um, also, uh,
2: happy holidays. This might be our Christmas episode.
0: Oh my god! Happy yeah, holidays. Happy holidays, boys. We hope everybody's doing okay at home. Happy I New know Year. The holidays can be tough. So. Happy January
1: sixth. That's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> yes, everybody. Wish, wish Jesse mm. a happy birthday on me January sixth. Me and Kate 6th. McKinnon.
0: Yes, and oh, who's the other person? Doing.
1: Oh, and Naomi from Moona. And Naomi
0: from Kiss as many times as you want.
1: You hey, kiss away. Thank God.
0: All right, we'll get out of here in a smooch. Okay. One, two, three. What's up, boys at home? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on Instagram?
2: At Connor Janda, C-O-N-O-R. Janda is panda with a J.
0: And you can follow me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O-C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow us both at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. Uh, and we have a live show
2: Our live show is at Club Coming, Typically on the last Friday of the month And it is always the two of us And some of our favorite funny people and we'd love to see you there
0: Yeah, often people from the podcast So come check those out uh, If you live in New York We'd
3: love to see you there Bye boys Bye boys